A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Red Men TV. It's the instant match reaction. Liverpool 3, Manchester United one. I'm joined by Mr. Chris Pager. Chris, welcome back. Hello, mate. Full fit, mate. pseudo healthy, and mad. Uh, for do, him. You know, do you know what? It's, it's incredible seeing the message. It was three days. It was gone for. Yeah. It was like I was gone forever. It or was three it bad was days. Though. Three days. It was. It was. It was a, literally the worst week I've ever had in my life. <laughs> yeah. uh, only saved just. That's how bad it was by Liverpool absolutely mullering uh, Manchester United, which Paul I think deserves this. Hold that a second. Yeah. God, I mean, it works slightly worse on the podcast than it does on the video, but there we go, he's back, brilliant, Chris has just done a laugh at the car park and all as well. Um, I should have searched, you Yeah, know. and you, you've not been able to breathe for a week as well, so good, good on you, good on you. It's fine, um, I was on row 67 of the cops, so I've, worked, I've, I've had a little bit of a warm-up and stuff, <laughs> yeah. it's good up there. Um, wow, I mean, I, we, I just spoke to Adam from Full-Time Devils, and that was nice I said... You know what I said to him is right. I've never been less fearful of Manchester United. I've never been less. We, you know, we were talking about it, in the, and I'd, I'd said it on the, on the build-up show as well. I just felt confidence. I felt like we had the ability to beat them, and lo and behold, it was borne out. Because we're a better side than them, and Much because better. we've got a better manager than them, and because yeah. we've got better players than them, yeah. and we've got better fans than them. We're just generally better than them. We got a better kit, got a better kit man. Sure. Got a better tea lady. Yeah. yeah we're just better than the top to bottom, Paul. And, and the thing is, their manager's shite. And their manager doesn't know how to set a side up to go up against Liverpool anymore. Mm-hmm. In years gone by, yeah, he's had success against us. And the reason he's had success is because we've not been as good as we are today. Yeah. And that's the thing now. We didn't get... We got a... I, was, I nearly said we didn't get frustrated. I do actually think at times at the start of the yeah. second half we were getting frustrated. Oh. We're hitting the ball from 40 yards too often. Fabinho was guilty of it a couple of times. And then when well, James Lovren had the pot shot and, oh, then, yeah. and then, then Van Dijk felt he then, was fine to have a pot yeah, shot and, and, and all and that. Everybody had a go with that. And it's like, that's not what you want to do. That's exactly what Mourinho wants yeah. from you. That's exactly what that's Manchester United wants. They want to drag us down to their level and say, we know you're best. And this is actually the whole thing, Paul, is... It shows respect and it shows that Mourinho actually does think that Liverpool are a good side because yep. he doesn't do that against the sides that he doesn't think are good. Yeah. But what they were able to do is they're trying to drag the game down and Liverpool in the end just went, fuck off, lad. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're better than you and we just scored more goals. They've got, they, they don't have to go go, go go in the locker because it's not a Mourinho style of play. And if it was, he certainly doesn't have to play to because what he needs is a rock solid defence. So he needs to go out and spend like probably modern money, about two hundred and fifty million pounds on defenders to make his to, <laughs> to rebuild his entire defence. Because that's what it, you know. It says the goal. If Van Dijk is the goal rate for a world class defender, he probably needs at least two, and then he needs brand new fullbacks as well because he's still not. He's you know he's still using Ashley Young at fullback. He's still got Valencia on the bench to play to play at fullback, etc., etc. So they. To beat Liverpool, you've got to come at us and you've got to get in our faces. You've got to cause us problems. That's still an issue for us. He 
doesn't have the players for it and it's not tried and tested for him so he doesn't trust it and so all he thinks is if I if I let the handbrake off and I tell my team to go all he looks at is, is was, we battered Man City when they tried to do that twice last season you know City had to change their approach City had to come and be far more compact yeah. and far more dangerous to not get beaten by us so he's, he's right to come and try and park the bus here but you're right we're not last season's Liverpool. We're not two seasons ago. This is not any of the Liverpools that have either lost or drawn this game in the last five seasons. This is a team that's actually developed a way of beating low block sides. It's got patience and it's got guys who can unlock defences. And that's all. You, that's what you need. That's why I was wrong at the start of the season when I said Liverpool are better set up for European football. They're not anymore. Yeah. We're a side that is going to each and every week. It doesn't matter who we come up against. Manchester United at home, Man City at home, Chelsea at fucking home. They all play low block against us. Yeah. Because we're a good side yeah. and we dominate the ball. We had 36 fucking shots to their six today. Yeah. 36 shots against Manchester United. Manchester United are a mid table club now, Paul. That's yeah. what Jose Mourinho's dragged them down to. <coughs> That's what he was trying to do to us. Yeah. Trying to da- drag us down to a mid table battle. Well, we're just stood up and go, no, we're not doing that, mate. We're just going to fucking keep on doing our game. We'll eventually tire you. We'll eventually get him in on you. And we'll eventually put the ball in the back of the net. And there ain't fuck all that you can do about it. They. they were losing the midfield Fabinho had the midfield absolutely shown up and they brought Fellaini on at half time so they changed it I, I, I guess they went to four at the back at that point because they were all they were whether it was five at the back or whatever they, they were ultra defensive they tried to win a bit more in midfield so they went to plan B with 45 minutes to go in that in that match and um, Fellaini did win a few headers he threw a few elbows he does he does what he does but he you throwing him into the pace of that game you saw Fellaini for what he is and I don't think Fellaini's anywhere near as bad as some people make out but he's not top four quality no, he's, he's not. not champion quality he's not Champions League quality he's effective and he's like he's, he's like Everton used to use Duncan Ferguson for the last 10 minutes of games like a decade ago throw him on there and, and cause chaos the ball he's got he's just so slow so laboured so uncomfortable on the ball what and he Fabinho does. looked sorry looked just mercurial in that midfield what, it, what he does do is he interrupts the game he uh, and he's he had those little shitty fouls those yeah. elbows they'll this they'll that that's what he that's what Mourinho wanted winning fouls as well like, yeah, yeah that's what Mourinho wanted <laughs> so I actually thought to some extent that actually worked and that was a decent substitution but is that all you've got? Yeah, literally. Like, I mean, really, Manchester United back in the day didn't bring on a fella to come and kick you. Yeah. I mean, that happened from the way go. Yeah. Manchester United don't even have that in the locker today, you know yeah. what I mean? And I don't think the goalkeeper's covered himself in glory. But, you know, De Gea on both of those, I think he maybe could have done better. He's not playing well. The defence is shite. The midfield lost the battle first half, it lost the battle second half. The only player who I was worried about, to be interested to get your thoughts on this, every time he picks the ball up, Rashford worries me. Yeah, he's a good but, player. Yeah. That's it. But, that's, but we're playing Manchester United, and they've got one guy who I think is decent. Well, no, he's fantastic, and I would I would love Marcus Rashford at Liverpool. He would be world class if he if he if we got hold of him, if Klopp got hold of him. He is a threat, and I'm worried because we've seen him cause us problems. He caused us problems at Old Trafford last season, and he's because he's, he's fast and whatever. But them though, didn't he? Mate, I, I, but what did he do really? What did he do? I mean, they had one, a couple in the second half, which is down the opposite end for me. So I can't talk too much about him. A couple where it flashed across the box or whatever, but I never felt. Woodies, they didn't, you know, they didn't touch us, Chris. They barely, they barely. You said six shots. I mean, I don't know how many of them were on target. It didn't feel like. I think it was two, two, and two. Yeah, it didn't really feel like they, they, they they, they crafted much. They, you know, they they play yard dog football. I feel sorry for Lukaku in a in a really you know weird way, like because he's an ex Evertonian mank. Um, Did you see him fucking celebrating their goal? 
No. So the cop, you wouldn't feel sorry for the prick. If no, he well, I saw like, Lingard doing his. Yeah, and fucking Lukaku was off on his own giving it the beans I, to the fucking cop. So he I, I, I was, I was thinking this. Yeah. I, I was thinking this about like the Gary Neville stuff and the, around the Shakiri stuff. I was thinking about because we it's been a, the anniversary of us doing this stuff on Sky Sports with Neville and how we hated Gary Neville we used to do sketches about Gary Neville in the early days of Redmen because they had players who I genuinely hated but in a good way like you meant to hate I don't really hate any Man United no. players you know why Chris because they're not good enough like not. that Jesse Lingard is a, is a little gobshite <laughs> like in front of the cop doing his little celebration fine lads great I bet Trent is rinsing him on, on, on WhatsApp right now because of that like but the um, but he's not good enough for me and to Fortnite. hate Fortnite yeah, sure, whatever. Like, he's not—he's not good enough for me to hate Chris. There's nothing about Jesse Lingard that's other than he's just—he's just an annoyance. You know what I hate? Like? The only thing I hate about him is that everyone thinks he's a fucking kid. Yeah, he's, he's 26 like, years he's old. He's like 29 years old. He's, he's 26 like, years yeah. old and he's got potential. Yeah, you mean he's, he's shit? He's still. fine, isn't yeah? he? He's, he's basically just, shit. He's still. just fine and like like Rashford's fantastic, but he's just a kid. He's a kid. I think it's quite, there's nothing. There's nothing about Man United that I hate other than Man United anymore. There's nothing. There's nothing about. There's no blood on, on thunder to that. And that's the best thing. I've been saying this for years, and it's finally come to pass. I talked about us passing them on the stairs, and we we just never done it in the matches. We've done it. Domestically, I know. Like, I know they finished above last season, but we've had a few seasons above them since they last won the league. And when we've been, I think we've been much better than them as well. I just feel like we are streets ahead of them now. I mean, look, you, you met, you met. I heard you talk about. That, I mentioned on a few videos. Nineteen points ahead of them, Chris. Is it seventeen played now? Seventeen played. Well, they're basically losing over a point a game to us. Yeah. That's fucking ridiculous, isn't yeah. it? But we're also playing at an unbelievable level. Yeah. You know, we're seventeen games into the season. No one's beating us yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and quite honestly, if teams come in and do that at Anfield, we're not getting beaten here yeah, all season well, long. Clearly, the game plan was not to beat us. They, they've not come to beat us there because they didn't do enough. They didn't offer enough. Unless it was like, you know, standard no, thing no, of they, you no, go they, for a nil-nil and you nick a corner or you nick a whatever. I don't think that they, they, they I don't think there was, they, they come here with the confidence like we're going to beat Liverpool. A, a draw is a win for them and anything more is you know the, 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 the difference, and I heard you talking to McCola and stuff, and there was an interesting point that you were you were both making about. I think McCola said, like, look, you know, he builds players up, Klopp, and then Mourinho doesn't. You look at Nathaniel Klein in that game. Mm. He comes in, he's up against Marcus Rashford, who's one of the top players in England, and he's a young kid, and he's supposed to rip him everywhere on the break as well. Nathaniel Klein just did what he's supposed to do. Yeah. But he's coming into his side. This is a lad who's supposed to be lacking confidence into yeah. a side that's playing really well. Everyone who took to the field there for us knew that we were going to win that game. And everyone who took to the field for Manchester United probably looked at each other in the dressing room when Mourinho walked out ahead of them and went, this is what he wants us to do. We're not going to beat them like this, yeah. mate. Yeah. And they're all looking at each other going, is there anyone with fucking belief in their eyes in this dressing room, please? Because... I don't think the manager's got any fucking belief in his side and the players don't have belief in one another. And when, the, when it went to 2-1, they, they, all the energy, the remaining energy in their legs got sapped from them completely. We were knocking the ball around and we were doing a 3-1 as well, but we were knocking the ball around on the wing, keeping possession and they just half-heartedly going towards the ball. We, we, as soon as we got that goal, they thought, because I remember when they scored, I'll admit, it flattened us a bit. It flattened the atmosphere, it flattened me, and I was a bit like, oh, because it, you can't, you start to think, oh, God, it's typical. Plus, it was a soft goal. Yeah, exactly. It. it was so, just so annoying, because, you know, and you think, imagine drawing on that, just so, it'd be so disappointing. But, and I thought, oh, God, we're going to have to go again. And so that was a little fear, a little fear from me. But the fear, imagine the fear from me. When we scored, they were like, 
Well, we're not scoring here. We haven't scored a legitimate goal ourselves, basically. They had to hand us a goal, which Liverpool don't do. There's seven goals we conceded in the league all season. What are the odds of us giving them a second goal? So their heads were gone completely. It was um, it was genuinely fantastic. And I just I, I want to I don't want to get too far away from Klein because you're right to you're right to mention him. Um, people were concerned that Klein was starting this game. <laughs> If our concern, if our only concern in this squad right now, aside from the couple of injuries... Listen, if Klein was playing against the good side, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you would have concerns. Maybe. Yeah, well, look, against the side they want to attack you, yeah. maybe you'd yeah. be concerned. But even then, I'm taking the piss and I don't think I would be. Well, Chris, because be... the first... The, sorry, Paul. The first time that Rashford went at him, he tried to fucking Megs Klein and Klein did one of them like where you go down with your knee. Yeah. And he got... Because he's fucking been doing this for 25 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He's been doing this longer than he's that lad's been alive. He's a professional right back. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's a professional right back. He, um, no, you're right. And uh, there was a, a bit early on, when we, and, and, and I think Tom had said, just gonna, they're just going to let him have the ball. And they did. And there was a couple of times where Klein was just finding his feet and he looked like a guy who'd not played a lot of football. He was a little bit... It was a bit like when Fellaini came on, actually. He was a bit like, what do, we, what do we do here? And we've had a lot of lads in our team over like that. So he, he was a bit of a throwback watching a Liverpool player be slightly uncomfortable on the ball. But then he got into it and he, he, people, people offered for him a little bit more. He had his passes. The amount of times that he supported the attack, wow. he still got his pace. Mate, and not only that, his engine. Yeah. Like, you, you're talking about it and you're thinking to yourself, well, this, like, can he last 90 minutes playing at the <laughs> level that he played that first half? It was about 85 minutes and he's still going around the yeah. outside. And you're thinking, that's, he maybe, maybe he said, he said himself before the game, didn't he? I'll get through it on adrenaline in this game. And maybe, you know, he's going to be sore he's for the be rest very, of the week. Very like. sore, but he'll deserve to be and he'll feel that and he'll know that he'll be looking at that going, I've still got a place in this squad yeah. and the manager still trusts in me. And that, that will just give him something else. There's a good chance we might not see Trent until the back end of January. There's a good chance we're not going to see Gomez till February. Klein, we're going to need Klein. And, you know, and this is this again. We're talking what's what's Klein twenty nine, maybe maybe thirty this year, but at, at tops I'd no imagine. Idea. But he's but he's no there or thereabouts. What about the same age as fucking Lingard? He is a senior. He is a senior player at this football club. I was saying this about Lalana, saying about Milner, saying about Daniel Sturridge. We're getting tunes out of these lads who, in years gone by, we'd have just binned off because we'd have got we'd have got a bit of money for them. It's ten million quid because we need ten million quid off. We need five million quid off. They harbour ambitions because they're going to go and play fifty games for a, for a, a mid-table side or whatever. There's nothing wrong with having lads who are just Premier League quality in your squad. You don't want a full eleven of them, but you can afford to have one or two of those lads in there. And Nathaniel Klein, yeah, deserves so much credit for his performance today because he he would have been the target. And he was the target. They were trying to cause him problems and, and, and largely because they didn't. And but you know, more power to him. We're gonna see more of Klein. I hope we do. And I hope he proves himself because you know what's the point? What's the point of selling Nathaniel Klein? Yeah, mate, ultimately it comes down to this: we just beat Manchester United. They didn't really lay a glove on us, and we played our third choice right back and our third choice centre half. That's how good we are right now. Very, very good. Look, we've not. We, we, and we, 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 we try to game, by the way. We try. Yeah, no, we try to get through these. We don't want to do, uh, the internet match reactions to run too long because we've got the final word. Chung go tomorrow, but let's talk Jaden Shaqiri just briefly, Chris. Um, again, squad ten. We put a side out that was more than capable of causing Man United problems, and then we reached the point where we needed to make a change. We made a change, and Jaden Shaqiri, I. He causes Klopp a problem. He causes a problem for himself because he's fucking brilliant off the bench. You maybe get you maybe get 65, 70 off him from the start, or you get 20 brilliant minutes from off the bench. And he's just come on and absolutely turned he's the game like on the He's like a fucking head. sparkler, Paul. He burns bright yeah. for a really short amount of time. <laughs> yeah. It's true, though, isn't it? You know what? Whether he starts the game or he comes onto the game, he always starts with a fucking bang. Yeah. Like, and I, I must admit, that was the first performance from him where 
those runs that he was making, those goals they scored, they were very central runs. Yeah. They, they, all right, they started over on the right hand side, but that is more the Ox against City type of a run mm. with the ball at his feet, and that's the thing that we've been looking out for, isn't it? And I, I think he's one of those players. And it's funny enough when you think of a super sub in the Premier League area, you think of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer for yeah. Manchester United is maybe the pinnacle of that. Yeah. A lad who Solskjaer after his career ended, said I used to watch. The game. I used to look for. Is that lad gone down? Has he got a sore knee? What, what's working? Is he is he always going that way or is he going that way? Shakiri feels like a guy who does his own work when yeah. he's on the bench and he's looking at it and going, "If I get on there, I'm fucking doing this because he, he's not ready for he's it." Just scrappy too, isn't he? Like he's amazing. Like he, um, he, he just we just pushed. We just meant. He's just so hungry for the ball, give and goes. He never, you know, when it needed to go quickly, he was on his toes. He didn't need time to warm into the game at all. He was a little bundle of energy, and he just he brought us up a level, and you know, gets the gets the goals. Absolutely magnificent. He's a genuine hero now of the of the cop. What a sign that he's been, and, and the was fact that three Gary against Neville, United in two games. I know one's yeah, in yeah. Like, I, well, I had me. that thought, you know, he was on when he, he was uh, he was on the bench, and I thought, bring him in. I he scored an overhead kick in some preseason. You don't get anything for that, but. It just shows the level of the guy. You know, he he, he, he thinks he's amazing because he because he is amazing. Anyone who thought he was also Dejan Lovren's overhead kick clearance. Yes, please. Yeah, more of that. That All was fucking up. sensational. The technique, the yeah. tech is my the word. The Neds were brilliant. Please don't ever use tech as a game, but that's if fine. Use tech as it was Lovren. Fine. That's what Lovren would do. Sure. It's um, fine. Let me know your thoughts on any players or any instance from the match you want us to discuss in more depth and detail, and I'll pull some of them into the Final Word Show on Monday. Make sure you get over to theredmentv.com. Uh, you've seen what the Final Word Show looks like now. We gave you two of them last week on Freeview Week, so if you want the next one, if you've been enjoying it and you need an hour-long, in-depth chat and basically pissing our pants laughing at Man United, then get over to redmentv.com. It's free for the first month as well, so you've had free view week, you then get a free month. I think we should fuck that off soon, Paul. Honestly, you know, I think honestly, we're honestly, giving like, it away. In three days' time, we're going to fuck that off, so now's <laughs> no, the time. Yeah, why not? Get involved. Uh, some amazing content on there, of course. Thank you very much for watching, for subscribing, and for supporting the best football club in the country. Ta-da. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.